Hello, and welcome back to Oh Bravo, the podcast. Welcome. We're here on a Friday night. We just watched Beverly Hills. We just watched Roni, and we're ready to give you guys the full scoop. It was the best end of my way, personally. I was looking forward to Friday night for years, I feel. And this was like the best back-to-back because... Actually, so much drama happened rather than so just much drama. gals getting drunk, which is kind of what we've come to know of a few of the uh, Real Housewife franchises. I know. Lately. Like, I felt really bad the past couple of times we've recapped Roni. Like, we just have, have had nothing to give. But this week, you know, and to be honest, like, last week's episode, the, like, final episode in the Berkshires, I thought was pretty good. Like, I'm getting more excited about it. Yeah, the producers must be listening to There's you and I. To you and I, like, we Obviously. have a direct line to them. We're like, what up, guys? And they're like, we hear you. Oh, let's change the whole directive of our editing so cycle. So sweet. That's probably why they took the three-week hiatus. They're like, let's <laughs> listen to Oh Bravo and see what we can do to improve. Totally. <laughs> All right, so do you, do you want to start with... I think we'll start with Bev Hills this way. Yeah, we're going to go Cron Lodge order. Because, like, you have to be living under a rock if you haven't noticed all the drama that's surrounding kind of, like, the Holy Brandy Glanville. Holy shit. Yeah, so this is the first episode we've had with Brandy. I mean, last episode when we were at the black and white party, she kind of, like, made an appearance. But this is the first episode. She's really come in. She's spreading the goss. She's laying it down. She's putting it all out there. And I want to know about it. And we're about to tell you about the episode. Buckle <laughs> Are you ready? So, episode Beverly Hills. Buckle up. Get your wine. Get ready. Let's begin. So, we kind of finished up. I think it was the last episode. And we're at Kyle's black and white party. Um, and so we're back there. Big surprise again. Yes. And so it kind of starts off with the whole Camille chatting to Teddy. Yes. AKA Camille trying to chat to Teddy and going horrifically wrong. Like she's really struggling to get anything out of Teddy, which I'm struggling to get anything out of Teddy from an emotional or relatability perspective. I I don't care. Maybe now looking in hindsight, they got Teddy to have this sit down with Camille and Denise, because that kind of gave Teddy, I mean, something other, to do. Yeah, other than this conversation, what has Teddy done in this whole season thus far? Nothing. And no. she, to be honest, like, I would like to take her diamond, you know, strip it out of her hands and give it to Sutton. No, I know. Controversial opinion, but I think that it's the right one. Because well, I think she'd make a really good friend of. Like, she can be a good friend to Kyle as a friend yeah, of. Yeah, so see, as a friend of, I would be fine with her because she's not, there's, the expectation's not there. Yeah. So I'd be like, yep, I like that opinion you just had, but you don't have to, like, make my life great with a joke. You know? But as a full-time housewife, like, she doesn't bring a whole lot. Not much at all. And it was interesting because, like, so Chantelle and I have only recently started watching Potomac, like, mm-hmm properly and i'm up to season four which happens to be the season that our good friend monique is pregnant Mm. and i did a poll on the gram where i said who's the better pregnant housewife and i put teddy and monique against each other and monique won by like one percent and i was like is this a fucking joke why because monique's so much better pregnant because monique is a queen so do you think it's just that pregnant not pregnant she's like i will fucking drag you pregnant and all like whereas teddy's like i'm pregnant 
I know. It's she a gives bit a bad way. name to pregnant people. I know. I've never been pregnant, but if that's what it is, I'm not. I'm going to wear a condom. I, <laughs> you're going to wear a condom. <laughs> Fuck the guy yeah, wearing a condom. Gonna, you're going to wear your own condom. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like when Sutton was like, um, well, okay, oh, and now she's pregnant. Like, well, oh, my God, she's going to be so boring. Well, okay, it's like legit. So can we go back? So when Denise is sitting down, I found yes. it really interesting. So it's Denise and Camille with Teddy. And then Camille goes to Teddy um no where is it no sorry excuse me back it up back it up Camille says to Janice I feel like you gaslit me at the last reunion oh yes and then you look back and then Denise is like I feel like you're so angry right now I'm like yeah she's fully gaslighting her but I didn't see it at the time but can I say something it's a bit crazy no yes it's gonna happen anyway say it I didn't really know what gaslighting meant for a really long time I mean, I feel like it's only like really come out as a term in the last like two years. Like people say it, and I'm like, yeah, they're gaslighting you, but I don't know what it means. I, to be I honest, I don't like, understand. So it's it's, it's like a oh. whole thing when someone makes you feel crazy. They're like, like as in like they, they say flip it around. Yeah, they say something to make you kind of flare up, right? But then I feel like I'm taking to the other degree because I now look at everything. I'm like, you're gaslighting me. And it's like, they're like, do you want hot sauce? I'm like, are you, are you, fucking, you know, like, how dare you? So I was, it's, what are it's, you saying about my taste buds? Exactly. Like, you have to find your right area on the gaslighting scale. Okay. So <clears throat> EG, but so you think that Denise was gaslighting Camille when she said, totally. I feel like you're very angry. Totally. So to me, that just is like calling out what but she sees. It's like in a way that's like kind of patronizing to antagonize someone to make them flare up. And I feel like, mm. I don't know. Okay. Rather than say, I feel like you're angry. Wouldn't you be like, what? Why? Why do you feel like that? Like, wouldn't you just like naturally banter? Like, you don't really care how they feel if you're having a fight. I don't, I don't know. know. Ah. Okay. Intrigued. I'm intrigued by this conversation nonetheless. <laughs> Essentially, Teddy gives Camille nothing. We see our friendly Camille. She kind of peters away with Kimber. Kimber. She does, she does a nice Kimber. little exit with her buddy Kimber. And then we move on. To, we get to see some really fun seams of seams. Seamstress. Get to see some really fun scenes of Brandy and Kim. I will, even the whole party just seems so much fun. Like, I, there's so many housewives parties and you're like, these things so orchestrated. But I feel like it was a party where it was like, oh, there just happens to be cameras, but we're still having a fun oh time. Oh my God. I would have been Corey the Gamble. last one on the dance floor at this motherfucking party. It looked right. like a hoot. At least $200,000. Oh, okay. So randomly, Kyle's like, you know, we want people to spend money. Yeah. So we're going to get um, a friend of mine to do a little bit of a gig. Yes. It happens to be bloody, don't know when I'm going to reference it. It was like Wilson we- Phillips. Yes. And well, I didn't know who it was to begin with. And then she got up and then she's like, someday somebody's going to turn around and make him want to sing. And I was like, it's Bridesmaids. <laughs> like, that's a drum. Song. Guys, we're in Bridesmaids again. Okay. And the lighting was like similar as well. So it was, I was amazing. Like, and then Chris Jenner was there like with her camera being like, uh-huh. like a mom. Like she was like, I'm taking this and I'm going to tell everyone at the dinner party. It was incredible. And guys, was Corey night. was there with Chris dancing around which was cute and we've had some interesting like this week has been pretty fucking crazy i don't know if you've been following but like chris jenner has been in the news oh yeah that's cray cray and Corey's kind of been referenced so really? basically what's he i didn't know Corey. so we're talking obviously about the whole kanye meltdown yeah um he obviously On has Twitter. bipolar disorder so it's been quite topical kim's come out and said a lot about it being like lay off don't yeah. talk about it 
Um, don't make fun of it. He's got a mental health issue, which is true. But I feel really bad for her. I feel bad for her too because it takes a lot to stick up for your husband. That's like, I've been trying to divorce you since X, Y, Z. Why? Why did he say that? He said it in a tweet. So he Shut was like, the front door. Yeah. So he's like, I've been trying to divorce Kim ever since she met with um, Mill Meeks, this guy from yeah. prison reform. And he put it in inverted commas. It's like, mate, that's what she does. Like, when? It was in one of his tweets. Recently? Yeah, before she came out and was like, I'm going to support him. Oh, my she, God. Yeah. I missed the whole divorce thing. I thought he just talked shit about, like, no. her family. Uh-uh. Like, I thought Kim the shit too. that he said was, like, so bad because he's like, I will never let North do a sex tape. I will never let North do Playboy. And I'm, I'm like, like, you're you know just what? shitting enough. on her whole life. I mean, fair enough. But no, also, like, but you're yeah, shitting true. on her. There's you're no need to on, say that. There's no need. It's just Chris. Yeah. And he said something about Corey as well, Corey Gamble in See, the tweets. I didn't know that. It was, like a, it was like, oh, Chris, don't let your – he said, like, schmimier or something. Well, interestingly, so another little bit of drama, then we'll get back to Real Housewives, mm. but um, he referenced Larsa Pippen in his tweets. Oh, yeah, tweets. yeah. And then did now, he? What did he say? He just God, said, "What the fuck? Did I miss all these other extra tweets well, that he did?" That's the thing. He kept like kind of tweeting out. So like there was one bunch, and then it all kind of came under wraps. Like, yes, I think was, that's like, the one that I saw where he was saying about North and yeah, and then and stuff. but then it's like the next day he obviously got his phone back and was like, and he said stuff about divorcing Kim. Yeah, that's and, and then he was like coming for Larsa and Drake, all this weird stuff, but like very cryptic. But now all the Kardashians have unfollowed Larsa. Interestingly, oh, and. They thought, All the Kardashians have unfollowed Larsa. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, they're and, really good friends. And she wrote it like she did a selfie, being like, "All the drama's done now. Like all the drama's out of my life, or something like that." And then somebody wrote a random tweet, being like, "Larsa got with Tristan Thomas." No. And no way. And but the Kardashians decided that they would just exile Jordan instead, and Jordan liked it. Wow. So there's a lot happening, but that Shut is. Shut the. Fuck up, Jordan liked it. Yeah, I think there's a lot happening in that, you know. What? I can't hear you guys. It's for, another, it's for another podcast. When the fuck is their next season coming out? Because this is all for it. Well, interestingly, they were filming on the day that he had the tweets. Guys, so, who I knows what to make of like, anything? Just what I literally was like, there's nothing that can hook me into watching Keeping Up uh-huh. with the Kardashians again. Like, I'm fully done. Boom. No. I'm back. And I honestly don't think they orchestrate this shit. It's just a manifestation it ruins of everything. Their personal reps. Yeah. Like it's a lot of PR damage. Anyway, okay, this isn't yeah. a podcast about no, it isn't. But <laughs> I still, going about. it's not our fault that but you know that Chris time, and Corey happened to be at this party. Having a really great time rocking out to someday somebody. We see Aaron, our buddy Aaron, who's fucking petrifying. There, he's wearing black. He's a bit underdressed, to be honest, which made me feel a bit angry. Really? Maybe I was more wearing? angry at him because he was wearing like a t-shirt, like it was like a gray t-shirt and maybe like a gray oh yeah jacket. I feel like that's his vibe. His story lives near the beach in Malibu. Like he's not into the area everyone lives in twenty minutes away. You know what I mean? He's Aaron not a mainstream me guy. Out. Same. He just gives me. He's not. A, well, I'm not a fan. I mean, yeah. Well continue that later but that's kind of like the party brandy's there with and kim is there yes love their friendship gone are the days of the slut pig oh i just feel like they're two broken women who have traveled the wave of, of la the highs the lows I, and I like them together i feel like they're true friends true friends like they are like i don't think that kyle and teddy are true friends but i believe that kim and brandy are yeah i think Look, Kyle, Kyle and Teddy. 
our friends in their own way. But it's like, it's yet to be tested, you know? But we did get a really interesting tidbit at this party. So Brandy's at the bar. Like, she's behind the bar, presumably. Like, she's making her own tequila, whatever the fuck she's doing. She's got Adrian there. And keep in mind, we, we haven't seen Adrian properly. Like, Adrian left the show because she didn't rock up to the reunion in her season. Season three. Because of all the shit that went down with her and Brandy. And she basically gave a cease and desist during yeah. the show so that the actual show didn't air what their beef was about. Do you and remember this? That's right. And we never really knew about what it was about, but everyone speculated and we all kind of did. Any diehard fan would yeah, know. That it was about Brandy saying that her kids are born via surrogacy, but that, I don't know, that and Adrian, Adrian wasn't, wasn't ready to yeah. talk about it. But I remember, I remember watching this season live and when, and it was when I had like Foxtel IQ. So I don't know if that just gives you Aussie. kind of an insight. It's like saying TiVo. Yeah, TiVo. Like I could <laughs> record it. It was like really cool because I could record the show and rewind and stuff. So I was watching the show that I had pre-recorded. I was probably like in year 11 or something. And I remember the scene came out with Brandy and Adrian or like Brandy. And she's sitting at a table with everyone. The LVP is there. They're all sitting around. And Brandy goes, yeah, and you guys don't even know that cut and then it's like everyone being like oh my god you can't say that about her blah blah blah. and they cut it out and i rewound it because i had the fucking iq recording i rewound it and replayed it like 18 times because i was like what did i miss the i was like how could i have missed what she said like i didn't i didn't catch it what did she say what did she say and then because they had cut it out it's crazy because i remember watching at the time and thinking because i went online obviously and all the rumors for that was about the surrogacy yeah. And naively, I was just kind of like, oh, no, it has to be bigger than that because I made it such a big deal. But now that I'm a bit older and not like 18, I get yeah. that it's a fucking big deal to it's like. It's private. And if your kids don't private. know that you were born by a surrogate, you can't have the TV show telling them. No. And like, don't you have something better to discuss? It was catty. Yeah. And like really, it was cruel because that's not something that you discuss with other people. Yes. But, but isn't it interesting also- like in this scene – the yeah. first time we've seen them address it on camera totally. in I don't know how many years. Yeah, like even to think like obviously Brandy and Adrian have had some sort of like um kind of reconciliation beyond yeah, the cameras. Yeah, they seemed friends. Like with like there was but no Brandy like Brandy made some weird joke about she's like, "Oh, remember surrogacy and telling people that you had a child and surrogacy?" Like she made this joke behind the bar at Kyle's black and white party and I'm like, excuse me like did you just what and then (laughs) it was strange but also i i was like i love adrian she like took it so gracefully yeah she had a cute dude she had a cute dude because really like not saying their whole relationship was to blame for brandy and obviously was not at all but they were obviously on the rocks but it put so so much stress on it yeah that i think it and maybe that's a blessing in a way because it brought them to a whole but anyway i just was like good for adrian except for her face that's not good i know her face not same with brandy though i know i don't know what's happening happening it was overwhelming but i mean brandy did she did apologize to adrian it was in nice. that scene which i mean i couldn't i can't tell you guys i'm looking left and right i'm very confused i'm watching all of this mm. go down this is taking me back to my days where i had my foxtel iq and i'm <laughs> rewinding and adrian wouldn't come to the reunion and then all of a sudden fast forward six years later i'm seeing it all like just play out so simply on tv where they talk about it and i'm like i, like, I appreciate this but also okay 
This is a lot for me to take in. It's almost like, God forbid, they had a life outside the TV show the last six years, you know? Exactly. So then then. Denise and Erin are like standing across from Brandy. And then we get this like infamous preview thruple reference where Denise, where um, Brandy, sorry, Mm -hmm. is like, I want to be in a thruple with you guys. And then the, the, so this is where we know for sure that production hates Denise. Like they want her to be the one that we isolate. Yeah. Because they, but they sit down with her and she's like, what's a thruple? Well, production knows as well that like any housewife fan knows we've heard about this whole situation with Brandy and Denise. As in like there's some sort of situation where Brandy and Denise had a relationship or they had a relationship with Aaron or without him. I don't really, I, this is what I was confused about. I just mm. knew something happened. There was some sort of lies and Brandy and Denise are in a fight, right? Yeah. So, and then, so you get here and then it's like very much as though Aaron doesn't know much about Brandy. Like he obviously knows her. He didn't her, look like they're friends at all. But they this had no, like, after all the shit Denise was like, see, she's not shy. Like, <laughs> It was very awkward. It was weird. I didn't get the, like, although, like, what we heard about Brandy and Denise's relationship later in the episode, like, I didn't get that vibe in this interaction. But also, you could tell because, so later in the party, you see, like, Brandy, like, is fucked. Yeah, fucked up. Yeah. It's it's kind of sad. Like, she's on the dance floor and she, like, fully falls down. She is so thin. I just want to, like, hug her and, like. She would have, like, one glass of wine and be like, look out. Exactly. And like, I feel like I'm in my 20s and I feel like fall over that dramatically. It's sad. Embarrassing. Well, like, yeah, it's like a bit embarrassing. It's like, you have kids, like, it's not a good look. Yeah. And it's not saying like, you can't do that once in a while, but like. It's when Kim Richards is like, just, you need a coffee that you know, like, fuck, I really need a coffee. She's a hot mess. Fuck, I'm really not doing well with Kim Richards things. So I'm fucked up. So, but I thought that, like, the fact that Denise didn't know what a thruple was in her interview, that was bullshit. Like, as if you don't know what a thruple is. You know what a She's like, oh, like a threesome. Oh, like, this is where my acting days in life comes out. Like a course. boy and a girl and another girl together. You don't understand. Oh. It's like, Denise, don't be fucking full of shit. We can see right through it. But that's pretty much where we left the black and white party. I I still wish I was there because I would have danced until the wee I, hours of the morning. I'd be mom. there, like, six months later. So I'd be there. going into the back room smoking some doobies with momomo mm. and then i donate 25 grand <laughs> spontaneously you know how it goes with these just, just casual not, i Saturday just like raise my hand and not leave a check because i don't have we to. did get though it was funny because the one scene basically we got of garcelle at this black and white party was her telling erica jane that she couldn't make her special shoe event and Shock I'm like, horror. fucking hell, Garcelle. Like, again, you're missing out on another event. Like, you've been to barely any at this point. Like, what? It's almost a running joke at this point. I like, don't understand how this is allowed. Is- when is production going to step in and be like, Erica, not Erica. Garcelle. Garcelle, you need to fucking go to, like, some things. But that's why it honestly would not surprise me if they had a sort of Garcelle show in the works. Because... It seems so weird. Like, why do we care that you can't come? Why do we care? You're... She's like, I'm busy. I'm a working mom. It's like, this is your job too. We're exactly. not dumb enough to know that. Like, we know these aren't your friends. And then we go home. They, they take paid. us straight probably, I think, to Garcelle's house. And she's with her dude, Michael, who now all of a sudden we're all supposed to be comfortable with the fact that this is Michael. This is the guy that's in her life. This is her mm-hmm. dude. We just met him 2.5 seconds ago at the black and white party. It's her new boyfriend. And then they're in her kitchen kissing and she's being cute and they're opening shot glasses or whatever together. I don't know what's happening. But I'm like... He like drops them and then there's a uh, big laughing moment. But I'm like, when did we... Like how... I'm not... Emo- what? Hey? 
not emotionally invested I in the situation. Know. I don't know I, what's going I'm on. I'm more emotionally invested in those glasses that she dropped. They Same. Beautifully there colored. lots of colors. Mm, and also them. lots of shot glasses. Mm. Should also, I have that many shot glasses? I think you should. I don't think I have any shot That's glasses. disgusting. What? And really bad for our end game. I you don't need any shot glasses to do shots, though, is the... Nah. You don't. Nah. nah. <laughs> you just put them no, in a glass. It's because I feel like we're supposed to be invested in ourselves. But I'm like, did we miss this whole episode where we got to know ourselves? Anyway. No, I agree. I think that it's like they're suddenly trying to be like, yeah, remember her life? And then we're like, what? No. I mean, I want to. She just doesn't let me into it. This is like the nice little medium section of the show where they show like some nice quick clips of the ladies. Like we've got Dorit at Buca de Beppo. There's some painting happening or something. She's hanging out with her children. She's speaking Italian, which is sexy as fuck. Also, tell me. Before tonight's episode, I really okay. So I really oh. struggle with oh. languages. Tell me, I just don't like do it. English or English specifically, <laughs> specifically, specifically um, English. But also, just like I, like it's hard to learn another language. And she isn't. I didn't think she was that bright. And she's no, like, bam. She's like, pizza. You know. She's like spaghetti. And she does it with such vigor. I'm like, okay, so she can do British, English, and Italiano. And whatever the fuck her medium accent is when she goes, Jagga, a Jagga and Phoenix. What is that accent? I know. But I just was like so impressed by her when she could speak Italian. I just want to know the dark and juicy backstory of her like 10 year romance in Italia. Yes, I don't, she didn't even, we didn't even get into that. No. I'm like, fuck, I don't even know Dorit, Dorit, let alone Garcelle. Tell us about yourself, please. I want to know, and we were trying to decide as well, like the Australian equivalent of Buca de Beppo, because we were like, what is it? Like, we can tell Americans, yes. you guys, it's a chain restaurant, we get that vibe. We, we had like, we had to like, like we, we kind of siloed it down. I think you said Fratelli Fresh. Yeah, like a Fratelli Fresh. Which we totally settled on. I said something and, I, and, then, I, and then I refined it to Fratelli. I can't remember now. Yeah, I don't know. Some other <laughs> chain restaurant, but it is like, so it's a chain restaurant it's, that yeah. serves a cheap Italian food. It's like dependable. But you know, I you're going to get happy the same for thing. a first date there. It's not like the same as like a cheap restaurant, but it's not just See, like. See, I wouldn't the be. The fact happy. that it's a chain means it's no, not I don't the want, nicest. I, don't, I want to go for a drink somewhere at a random bar that's like, even if it's shit, it's just not a chain. I mean, if someone was like, I'll take you to Fratelli Fresh, I'd be like, hmm. Exactly. Don't say it. Let's Do you just have say it. to. Like I'm like, can we go somewhere else? <laughs> That's where I go with my friends for like free margarita Mondays. We went there and one time, Italian, and you know? they said that they were serving um, deep fried dough balls, and I was like, whoa, amazing! I also I have love like that shit. I'm a Fratelli friend, so you have this keychain that I Shut have. Shut up! I lost like five years ago, and you you can only get five dollar drinks with the keychain. Every time I come in, I say, I'm a Fratelli friend, but I've lost my keychain. They go. We'll leave. We'll give it to you this one time. Oh, Fratelli Fresh, five dollar Fr- drink. Fratelli Fresh. It has not been one time. It has been oh, fifteen. Oh my god, they're gonna arrest you after this. I know. I'm like, conversation. but it, I know I'm not gonna. It's COVID time, so they need the customers. They're like, embra- they'll embrace this. But it's they're great. They're I would be down for that a five dollar beverage. That's a Buca de Beppa. Like people at Buca de Beppa have kind of keychains with a five dollar drink coupon, and they yes. proudly show it off. That is me. 
And then we go to um, Erica Jane's event with Shoe Dazzle. Shoe Dazzle. I don't know. I've never heard of this or heard of this collaboration. It's definitely a PR stunt where they paid a lot of money to be involved in the Real Housewives. There was a big cake with a shoe. That was fun. It was so fun. I just... It was amazing. But this event was relatively boring, I would say. (laughs) Totally boring. Okay, so what I got from this event was that some people showed up dressed up like Lisa Renner. She, like, did her full hair. hair. Which is, I think, and she did, like, a full wig. She got, like, these amazing boots from Shoe Dazzle that she wore. And I'm like, yes, go you, because you're, like, respecting your friend's big event. I, like, really like that. Yeah. Um, And then Denise came and she was wearing her, like, I was going to, like, bag it out. Denise came, which I was, con- like, I was going to bag me. out because she was wearing jeans, but I'm like, she always wears jeans. So she I'm like, she actually just looked nice for her. She was fine. She was nice. It was respectful for her. Garcelle you know? did not come as per expected. Then um, Erica and um, Denise had Denise. a little chat. But I don't think it was really – it was just kind of like, hey, The thing stuff. is, I think Erica was kind of wanting Denise to – be sorry for how Aaron treated her. Yeah, I think they're more mad at Aaron than they are at Denise. They just don't know how to like direct their anger because they think they're connected. Which is fair. They kind of are. Like in No, like you can't you have to stand up to your man and be like, that's not how you treat my friends. Please don't talk to them. I'll be like, I'm sorry for Aaron. That was out of line. I've spoken to him. And then I feel like they would respect you more. Just exactly. Like, Whereas she just I think because she refuses to think that Aaron's done anything wrong. Yeah, he's not perfect. Then that's becoming an issue with Denise because it's like, well, you fail to admit that your dude has done anything wrong. Thousand percent. I think that's where the core issue lies. Well, they seem to get over it at least enough to carry on the night and yes. then to announce that they're all going to Italiano, which and they I obviously all knew. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, guys, a surprise trip to Rome. I just thought we should go. There was a bit of acting in this episode because that was the first one. So they have that. They're all excited to go to Italy. And yes. obviously, as few as we are too, because they haven't really been to kind of – I mean, they've been to Amsterdam. They've been. Did to, they go to Provence last season? They went to Provence, but even that, I felt like we never really got to see Provence. Yeah, they were like, just in that big ass house. They were just in a fancy which house, I getting liked drunk to be in. <laughs> yeah, that but we didn't fun. see Provence. Whereas I feel like this time we'll kind of get to see a bit of Italia. Yeah, I'm excited for Rome, and we get to see Dorit speak Italian more, which is totally. sensual. Well, after that, they kind of what did they do after that? Well, then we get a, a scene of Garcelle and Sutton having dinner together, and they're like cutely wearing like the same shade of red, which I thought was very I like adorable. weirdly really liked the scene, and I was like, ugh, feel a scene, but I was like, no, 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 I'm into it. Well, I thought in the preview, the way that they made it seem was that like Garcelle was being super pushy about her questioning of like where Sutton got her money and stuff. But then when I actually watched it, I was like, oh, and like Garcelle's just asking the questions that you would ask your friend. Yeah, real chat. She's yeah, like, she was just being real. I don't think she was being like intrusive. And then if Sutton didn't want to say anything, she didn't. And Garcelle was cool with it. Like it wasn't like she was prying, yeah. like you said. She was just like, she was just asking the questions everyone would ask. I love when she was like. She's being real. So you married at 17. Because she was like, how did you make the money? And I also admire Sutton for being honest, being like, Mike's husband was very well off yeah she's not like trying I, to pretend that she does it no. from Sutton's motherfucking closet and the and then she was like we were married since we were 17 and then Garcelle's like oh so did you lose your virginity mm. she's like I can't talk about that but I like Garcelle for asking the questions Same. and also like her for knowing when to stop because Sutton was like I yeah. can't tell you that Garcelle wasn't like how can you not tell me she's like ha 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 you know yeah exactly. and I also like Sutton for knowing that it's not prying it's I don't know it was just a good balance of normal it just seemed like a real child. Like it was like, okay, they don't know each other that well. They're trying to get to know each other. 
We're not going to talk about other people. We're going to talk about ourselves. Yeah. No, yeah. I thought it was cute. So we had that scene. Then we had another great um filler scene, which was Lisa and Lisa Rinna and her daughter um Amelia. So Amelia is gorge. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. And, she's and I love that like tie-dye shirt. I was just like, she is naturally beautiful. Actually, I don't I don't know if it's natural, but she is beautiful. So she's the one that went to New York earlier this season and really struggled because of her anxiety to like get life done there. So now she's back in New York. We get Alexia, who's Kyle's daughter, comes over to the house. Yeah. To to love try and her. organize like the right apartment for Amelia. But like, oh my fucking god, this scene annoyed the fuck out of me. Like, I'm like, I hear ya. Anxiety is not a joke. I get it. I hear ya. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. We all go through it also, to some extent. So like, I but she having was... anxiety does not equate to needing floor-to-ceiling windows with natural light, being on an upper floor, like, having a doorman. Like, also, that's don't... not anxiety that's being privileged. And also, don't be a dick to people that do have anxiety because that's a real thing. Yeah, and like, some people can afford to like no, there's live a lot in these of, crazy there's houses. There's a lot of people with anxiety that don't have a doorman. A hundred percent. They've still got anxiety. Exactly. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's all like that do have a doorman that have anxiety. I don't know. It's just a stupid way to relate It seems like her anxiety comes from being anywhere that doesn't like suit her privileged needs. Like if she's, oh, God forbid you're on the fucking ground floor of a fancy ass building. You know what I mean? Like, it's no. like, it just drove but me fucking crazy. I will give Rina respect for at least, like... Poking fun. Yeah, she was like, I've created a monster. And at least she's like, like, so many other moms. Like, if Yolanda Hadid was sitting there and Anne-Marie or someone was saying that, she'd be like, my my baby knows what he wants. I don't know. I think that Yolanda raised Gigi and Bella to be hustlers. And I don't think that Lisa did. No, true. I Bella think that she raised them lovely. to be, like, wannabe hustlers. But they're still very, like, BH at heart. The Rinna's kids. Oh, yeah, totally. They just, yeah. Whereas Gigi would be like, I got this. I got to make sure I've got money. My mama's from Poland or no, wherever true. the fuck you're in. They so did Holland say- and, like, she came from nothing. Like Yeah, but that's why as well, like, it w- it yeah, it just wouldn't be the same. But I also, it was just such a contrast because you have Alexia sitting there. Yeah, working. Working. Like, she's, like, trying to find her a place. Like, I'm like, yeah, like, why don't you try working? That might humble you out. And she's, like, 23. Yeah, and, like, it was, I don't know, just so professional. Yeah, like, she's, for, she was really good. Yeah. It does make you think, like, fuck, Kyle's doing something right. She's got good kids. And, and Kyle has, her like, eldest daughter as well is a real estate agent. She's doing quite Farrah, well for herself. Yeah. yeah. Like, they just have a really good... I mean, Work it ethic. must... But it must be hard to raise kids in that environment. It's just pretty fucked But it up. makes me feel like, Amelia, like, you're a model. Right now, you're getting a shit ton of money. Like, Amelia would get a lot of money. Yeah, didn't they just start their own clothing range? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you don't need to sit here and pretend. Like, this is a... You should have the, the wherewithal to know that this career of yours can only last for so many years. Like, you're a model. So, like, let's be smart with money. Let's not. Let's not go crazy. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just found this whole conversation ridiculous. But it was interesting nonetheless to see. Like, I'm like, you fucking. And also Lisa Rinna saying. brat. Lisa Rinna saying, like, I'm only going to give you $1,000 to help you. because they make, like, $200,000 a photo shoot. Like. This is true. If that's the case, <laughs> it's like all of us moved out when we were younger and we didn't make $200,000. That's for sure. I'm just like, well, I don't know. I live in a crappy apartment because that's all I can afford. Like, mom gave me like a spag bowl. She's like, here you go. Go, be free. You were welcome. Go, don't say didn't <laughs> Happy first home. Oh, God. Okay, great. And then now, guys, we've finally gotten in Beverly Hills to the pinnacle of all scenes. 
which is kind of a highlight, I think, of the season. We all knew it was coming. We didn't know what form. It was. We it just is. knew it was coming. It is the scene in which we've got Kyle and Teddy. They're sitting at Kyle's house. They're packing for this room trip. Such fucking bullshit. They're talking about Teddy's fucking baby shower that Kyle's throwing her or whatever, which no one cares about. It's a big snooze. Anyway, we've got Kim. Kim rocks up to the house. Kim's all like, hey, guys. I." She's got her makeup done. She's got her hair done. They're like, so her oh, hair, where are you going? Her hair is so tight. So it's, tight. I've got a headache just looking at it. Me too. But I did read a, like, a comment during the week that someone made fun of it because it is literally pulled back that it looks yeah. like someone has scalped her yeah. in a nice way. And that, yeah, so she commented and she said, I couldn't get to my head because I just had the breast surgery and I really regret it. And I'm like, okay, well, Lacey can admit that. <laughs> it is tight. It's rough.com. But she looked, she got her hair and makeup done for she something. So very, something yeah. was happening. So Kyle's obviously like, well, what's up, Kim? Why do you look so cute but for? But to be fair, it's Beverly Hills. Uh, so, okay, so pretty much this whole thing came onto fire by viewers because it was Kyle and Teddy yeah. talking in the bedroom. They're like, blah, blah, blah. Kim rings and was like, I'm going to come up and give you a dress, which is a bit random. Uh, yeah. It was or weird. like, take a dress, something. And then she's like, so Kim comes up. Mm. She looks full glam with yeah. mic'd up, obviously. And Kyle's like, well, where are you going to go with that full glam? And she's like, well, I thought I'd take Brandy out to dinner for her birthday. And Kyle's like, well, where is she? And she's like, she's just waiting in the car. And then so obviously Brandy comes up and now she's suddenly full mic'd and full glammed. But well, she was mic'd in the car as well. She was mic'd in the car too as well, which I get. But also it doesn't shock me that Real they House. They discussed it. Yeah, that or like also Real Housewives are so like they're in the car, let's mic them in the car and pretend. Here's the thing though, like this, the scene that follows, here's my preface to the scene that follows. Yeah. I believe the content that was said mm-hmm. in the scene that follows. But I think that Kyle and Teddy had heard it before. Like, okay. I think that the scene was a setup, but I think that the co- like the actual content of the conversation was a- the truth. So the content being Brandy coming up and pretty much dishing the dosh of yeah, the straight season, away, which was that. So obviously anyone who watched Old Housewives of Beverly Hills, yeah. Real Housewives, but OGs, know that brandy came in when her husband cheated on her with leanne rhyme yeah so she was always and she vocally spoke out always about the other woman she hated the other woman she would never be the other woman yeah, she, she hated cheating she hated people that like hooked up with people that were married like totally anything to do with that like totally against and think yeah so she came in and pretty much she's talking about how last season wise in real life so maybe like the year before she went for lunch with denise got really caught like had a great time got drunk went to the bathroom at a restaurant and then they ended up kissing yeah and pretty much it goes on that then she ends up like getting with denise quite a bit to the point that she's in denise's house no i think they were like at some hotel somewhere Oh, something weird where the kids were around mm. and she said that there was no door. So they, like it was like a loft. It was a loft. And then so she was getting with Denise, but she didn't feel comfortable because the kids were around, which is, you know, fucking fair, fair enough. And especially <laughs> considering everything that Denise has said about kids being But around. maybe this is why Denise got so touchy about the whole like weird sex talks about her kids. Anyway. So in my head, I was like, oh, Aaron might know about it, but no. So when she left the next day, she's yeah. like, do not tell Aaron because he will kill you. Which I think is like, no, he'll kill me. Kill me. Sorry, he will, Yeah. He will kill you. Will. But I just feel like with everything that Aaron said about shit, like it's intense. It's so intense. And you could like, 
as what Kyle said, she's like, Brandy's a fucking psycho and a liar. Uh, not a liar, a, <laughs> like a mean girl, but she's mm. not a liar. Like she's never lied. Like you even go back seasons when she has suddenly, when she was so close to Lisa Vanderpump, then she suddenly realized Lisa yeah. Vanderpump was using her. Yeah. And you can tell like she's so weird around Lisa Vanderpump. Lisa Vanderpump is like, why are you acting so weird? Brandy can't act that well. And they strategically have this conversation with Adrian this episode because it revealed that Brandy was telling the truth all those years ago. No, I did not realize. About yeah, Adrian. Really but I'm just like, they've really, they've the producers have really teed this up to be team Brandy and not team Janice because Brandy, given her history with Leanne Rimes and Eddie Cibrian as well, it's like, it almost like adds credibility to her story because it's like, why would she want to reveal something that's like, the exact opposite of like her own personal morals. Like if it was a lie, wouldn't you pick something that doesn't make you look like a hypocrite? But I think like she was totally owning the fact in her tale that she looked like a hypocrite. Like she's like, this isn't, she thought that Aaron was cool with it. Whether or not I think that's true, like, I don't know. I need to, like, gather more information. To be fair, though, like, from what I got of Aaron and Denise's marriage, I'd think that, too. Maybe. I don't know. And I don't know. I just think Denise is, like, a free spirit. Like, just see Denise, like, came up to me. We were both trashy to heal. And I was like, oh, Denise. And then she was like, Chantel. Oh, I'd just be like... Yeah, like, because Aaron, you guys talk about giving each other happy endings by other people. Yeah, yeah. like, you guys are free spirited, yeah. you're sexual beings, you guys bone every it's single day. It's not like day. it's Kyla Maurizio, it's fucking Denise Richards. Exactly. It's fucking Denise Richards, exactly. which so is Denise. What? I mean, so is Brandy. <laughs> As we know by the caption, I just love the whole scene ended kind of with Kim being like, anyway, so I'm taking Brandy to a spa day and a sound sonic, oh. like, it was so cute. Spiritual thing. And I was just like, you guys are actually really like just pure souls. Like you're fucking messy, but you're pure. And I like you. I agree. I so like I just it. thought like, you know, I'm really interested to see what happens next episode. We've got the first episode in Rome, mm-hmm. which will be hectic. Roma. And they do, they confront Denise in Rome about the rumors. I think that Teddy actually is like, you guys had sex. Like, yeah, she talks about Brandy. Because Brandy also like said that. Denise had been talking a lot of shit about the lady. She said something about Erica being a cold bitch. She yeah. said something about Teddy being just fucking hating on Teddy, which who isn't at the moment. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm excited for this con- confrontation to happen in Rome okay. because I feel like Denise it's can't sprung. go anywhere. She's sprung. That's like Rome. <laughs> no, I'm really she can't excited. go Roman. She can't, especially now that the coronavirus is here. Exactly. So, guys, that was... The episode of Real Houses Beverly Hills. Like, tell us what you thought of it. And importantly, Team Denise or Team Brandy. Exactly. Pick a side, pick a side. Hello, y'all. Welcome back to Oh Bravo, the podcast. We just did our beautiful recap of Beverly Hills. We're I really now hope you didn't hear me slurping my tea. I was like... <laughs> yeah, we've actually moved on from wine to tea tonight, guys. So if you want to follow our suit... Put some Irish Baileys in and call it a night. Exactly. We've got some We've got some English breakfast. We've got some milk. We've got some sugar. It's a great time. What else could you want? We're about to, we're about to move from the West Coast to the East Coast. Chat to our gals Talk in Rony. New York. So I don't know if we missed anything last episode, but I feel like, okay, so last thing we I... We didn't recap last episode. The last thing I remember in last episode is Leah coming home with a barman. 
She takes him yeah. upstairs, but then suddenly this episode we're kind of we're back in New York, which is fine by me. I was like, when did we end Berkshires? Like, I want to see them getting up in the morning and like packing and stuff. Nah, I'm good. I just want to be back in NY. Like, yeah. I'm like, we've done enough Berkshires. Two eps is enough. Like the, the Berkshires. The Berkshires. Yeah, the Berkshires. It's like we're back, and then what happens? So it's like um, Ram, uh, not Ramona. Dorinda is with her housemate. Len. Len. I fucking love Len. Me too. And Len and Dorinda seem to have like some sort of beautiful relationship. Like they're not just your typical like no. housewoman and house. But okay, so keeper. in in um Berkshires, I think so. I don't know the PC term because it's nothing I'll ever have to be PC about. <laughs> My housekeeper. My mum. <laughs> I feel like in um the Berkshires. Sonia had a really the Berkshires, sorry. The Berkshires. Sonia had a really good relationship with Len. Like she was really funny. And I was I think people Sonia's like, look at my back fat. And Len's like, you're not fat. You've got great boobs. So cute. And I think the dream. If people are nice to the house staff, that means they're usually nice. I don't know. It's beautiful. It just seems like Dorinda has a cute relationship with her. I thought that Lynn was a purely Berkshire, Berkshire's, fuck, I'm doing it now as well, Berkshire's um, <laughs> housekeeper, but it looks like she's there in New York as well. So that was good to see her. I feel comfortable that Lynn's around. In COVID times, I really want Lynn's life. Like I need a job, you know, I really want Lynn's life. Yeah. So Lynn, are you hiring for mm-hmm. a, um, you know, an assistant Lynn? A Sue Lynn. A Sue Lynn. <laughs> then, so... We've obviously, this episode, we've got Ramona's having her outrageous birthday party for 60 people. Right. Which she claims, quote unquote, are her friends. So, well, like, like, what, can you have 60 girlfriends? Tell me what you think. That are, that you're like, oh, these are my great friends. Like, say you had to have a party mm. with your nearest and dearest chicas, how many girls would be there? It would be you. <laughs> no, it would I, be too much. And my mom. This, no, <laughs> I don't know. I think you can't have 50 close friends. I'm a person. I don't I lo- think you can either. Like, who has time for that? I love my girlfriends. Like, I think I really value friendships. But even I'm not dumb enough to know. Like, I don't have more than ten close friends that know everything in my life. Like, that's ridiculous. Well, I was saying this in the office the other day because someone was saying, like, do you think it's an asshole move that I live my life and like I don't really have any more time for any other like close friends? And I was like, no, I agree with you. And everyone else was like, what? There's always room in my life for more close friends. Oh, so I was like, yeah. No, I, up. I was like, well, I have friends and I want to see them like once a fortnight at least. I want to talk no, to them. See, I think that's dangerous to rule yourself off from making friends, sorry. Because what if there's someone great that you just haven't met yet and they could be the funniest person you've ever met? But how often do you meet the funniest person you've like, ever met? I reckon once every five years. You're like, boo-ha, you're great. Well, once every five years, I'm happy to accept that person okay. into my life. But Wait. I just feel like I have no more time. There's literally oh, God, no, no time for that just more makes, close friends. That just makes us time to shove someone out. It's not picking up the jokes. But They're if Ramona has 50 close friends, like she can't see them all once a fortnight. There's just humanly not enough hours no, in the day. No, I think Ramona, Ramona is full of shit. When she says 50, she means that like she has... It's like me doing a really good, like, a social year where I've gone to every party and had a small talk. And I'm like, I saw them last year, so we're good. We're good. We are a friend. I'll bring her to my party. Yes, it's like what Sonia said. Like, it's all just people that she's bumped elbows with at, like, a social event. So she's like, these are my gals. Completely. And that's fine to invite, but don't make it out as in, like, they're your closest. You know, that's just weird. I agree. And I thought it was weird that, like, she brought Leah to, like, her pre-party planning session. Yeah, that was like, that was like odd choice. Like Leah obviously has no idea what the fuck she's doing there. She has nothing to put so input in. That was pretty much, I think, a result of Leah not being. So 
Ramona had like a pre-free party walkthrough where she went to the party planner's offices in like Rhode Island or something. Yeah, that was or weird. With Dorinda Staten and, Island. and Sonia. Yeah, she brought Dorinda and Sonia and then the guy wanted a, a photo with all of them as in it was like some sort of weird free PR mm. shot. It was weird and I think because the whole lot, then she, Ramona invited Leah to her walkthrough of the party and it was lovely but also... Leah is not going to give a shit or know what to do with it. The party but I it. also think it was like Ramona's way of being like, who's the riskiest? I mean, Sonia's pretty risky and Dorinda's pretty risky, to be honest. But she was like, Leah's a loose cannon. I hope I can talk to her before this party and get her to wear something decent. Because she did say like, oh my God, don't wear anything with your tits out or something. That's right. I think, I think Ramona's like... your tatas be out and about. I think Ramona sees Leah as like a really young, like Avery age kind of gal. Oh my god, but, Avery made so many appearances this episode. You know what? She made too many. Too many. Because because the next, like, oh, we didn't get there yet. But, like, there is a scene with Ramona, Avery, and Mario. Mario. And I think Mario's a very handsome older man. Ugh, that annoyed me, though. Why? Because, like, why do men get more hats than we have? I know. But Ramona looks good, too. She looked like great. Like she looked better ten years ago when we started watching this. Mario looks better now, and I'm like, damn no. it! All it took was a cheating scandal and you and a, know a long term affair with the younger babysitting woman. Just but I just sucks. feel like he was very. He looked handsome. It was cute seeing the three of them together. I do think Avery is a bit of a chick from Gossip Girl. Like she's a bit like Mean Girl vibes. Uh, Avery, sorry, think she's Serena Vanderpump. Oh my. Vander Woodson. Yes, yeah. you're right. I was going to say Vanderpump. <laughs> I was like, got wrong, it's Vanderpump. But it is, it's Vander Woodson. She has such Serena Vander Woodson vibes. Like, it's like she wants to wear a beret and go to her private school and wear It's like heels. even, so she came to the party, Ramona's party, and she came with friends, which you would do naturally. That's so fine. Like, if your mom has this huge party that's on Rome, yeah. you bring your friends. That's so fine. But they were... <laughs> They look so, the way they walked in, they were all like looking down. It was so traumatic. I was like, surely they've just done, they've just filmed this. But if it was me, I'd be like, mom, I'm good. You've got 60 of your friends going to this party. It's not like an intimate dinner. Yeah. Dad's not going. It's crazy because if you think about the first few seasons where Avery would give Ramona so much shit for just being really over the top and dramatic. And now I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. Yeah, you just do turn into your mom, you know? You do. Fuck. Oh, God. So much to think about. So much. But I'm like, she did. She definitely gives off Serena Vander Woodson vibes. Like, I didn't fully enjoy her no. this episode. No so offense after that, we had, so I, there was also this other moment where Leah's sister's back. So Leah and her sister. Yay. What's his, her name again? Um, Sarah. Sarah. I'm she's really sweet. cute. I really like she's her. She's like a high fashion Vogue model already. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Super gorgeous. And like together, they're really cute and also just like real. You know how you can be cool? They've got regular sister band. But when you're with your sister, you can't. You're just you. They don't, that you can't pretend to be something else. It's just like bands. You know, you're getting more legit, Leah. But it interested me because they went back to the Swedish bath house place that they took yes very that she took um the ladies on earlier i was like okay like i thought this was a very like niche like one episode place it's not like your old stomping ground it's not like the fucking central perk where like, you go every episode i'm like mad respect for the going like this is your thing but you are getting some sort of fungi on your toes like this is and not you're also getting some sort of compensation from them for going there multiple times like well I'm even like, if they're not like they do and now they owe them so much money because i want to go there now just to look but who has a casual like okay i have a sister there's no way that i'm gonna be like hey 
do you want to come with me to the Swedish bathhouse today? Really? To I have a chat it. and I'll just sit in the spa bath but like kind that, of on the edge and you sit on the spa bath but kind of on the edge as well and that's then we'll have what, a chat. what rich people do who Leah and her sister are all friends with. They're just doing like the cool, like more characteristically cheaper, you know. It's like cheaper huh. and more like it's got character. Like I would than, just rather go get a wine or go get a coffee, you know? Yeah, There's no. so many good cafes in New York. Why it's are people going to Swedish bathhouses all the time? I don't think they do, and that's why it's a bit weird, this whole situation. But I thought, I mean, you know, I think that Leah's sister has a lot to give. I thought it was cute that Leah's sister was like, I think you're doing really well with your new friends. Like, I love it when new housewives join shows yeah. and then they're like, I'm making all these great new friends. Like, it's hard for me to break into this new friendship group. And it's like... Baby girl, like, stop trying to act like you're, like, just literally trying to make new friends. Like, you're trying to break in with your cast I don't know if, on a I, TV show that you're on. I felt like there was a bit of Sarah being sarcastic, like, oh, you're doing so well, you know, like, with your new friends, you know? Yeah, and do you think there is, it's, you, do you think it's probably hard for Leah, like, given that Tinsley was kind of, like, her ally in the beginning? Given that Tinsley, like, spontaneously left, do you think she's struggling no, a bit with the I don't girls? buy that. I think it was, like, she was, like, an affiliate. She knew her, mm. but I don't think they were that good friends. Like, she liked her. I think not that saying... Leah's struggling a bit without Tinsley. I don't know. To find her place like finding... amongst women. Because there's not that many her... young women there anymore. I think she's finding her groove. Like, she's getting closer with Dorinda. She's having soft spots for people. She's learning a lot about, like, their lives. And, like, they're not – I think now she's kind of getting that they're not as fancy as they said they were. Like, there's a lot of flaws yeah. with them. I think she's kind of like, no, real go through this. She's finding it comforting. That's my take but on it. I think it. that Tinsley was, like, her young ally. Maybe. That well, she was, like, a, she wasn't quite as old as the rest of the cast oh, members. totally. Well, it's weird. So this episode we see Luann, for the first time, kind of address her arrest where she... Oh, yeah. She... That was really nice. It was nice. So she goes to this um place where people that were in prison come out and I guess they kind of look for jobs and they provide support for each other. And Luann was there. And at first I was like, oh, my God, Luann, how embarrassing you spent one night in prison. These people are going to hate you. Yeah. And bloody Sonia showed I up. Know, with Sonia's a- everywhere, you guys. I think that we majorly underestimate how supportive Sonia is as a friend. She's a really good friend. She came looking like a million buckaroonies and she had, like, this great hair accessory. The dazzly-wazzly clip in her hair that, a kindergartner would wear honestly. and it was amazing and I was first really annoyed at Lou because it's so privileged to be like yeah I have this thing but you know what better to do it than not do it exactly You've got it'd a be platform. so much easier to just be like fuck I'm never thinking about that ever again but instead she's like I'm gonna go talk to other people that are struggling with this and see and what I, I can do to help yeah it was the first time she didn't make an excuse for it and at least she's raising awareness of the program that they're on and so. Sonia you know Worst like case. Sonia was the one like although it was traumatic for her like last season Sonia went to that AA meeting with Lou, like, no one else went when they were in Miami. Like, that was really nice. So nice. Like, she does the cabaret show for Lou for fucking $2.20. <laughs> the show, you know? Like, it's like, it's fucking really go, Sonia. You can tell that's a ride-or-die chick, you know? Ramona's not a ride-or-die chick. Well, this whole thing about Sonia this episode was that she's – everyone was really suddenly worried about her. Like, Dorinda kept bringing up that she was worried about her because she, they found out she got kicked out of this bar. Yeah, um, this one night called the Gaberhood. It was in page six, on page six, in page six. I don't know which one it was. That's what she just got really fucked up. I think so. And I mean, it's nothing new for people that watch Roni to be like, "Whoa, Sonia's a bit fucked up." But 
I think it was quite public in this instance. Well, I mean, then we we get to see all the ladies at Ramona's birthday party. We we meet Ramona's sister for the first time. They looked a bit alike. I thought they, they looked alike, but cute. she hasn't got the crazy eyes. But they didn't seem like that close. Like it definitely wasn't mm. like a Leah and Sarah scenario. Like it was just like, no hey, way. this is my sister. Um, and then I fucking loved it that like Ramona's whole theme was that she wanted everyone to wear black so that she could stand out and wear red. And then fucking Sonia and Which is Luann a- just rock up in whatever the fuck color they want to. It's a great theme if you're like 21. Oh, even if but, you're 21, I think it's lame to be like, everyone wear a no, color t- and I'll wear a different color. <laughs> totally. But like, you can't get away with that when you're 60. Is you it, I don't can't. even think it's a it's significant birthday. I think it's just like, that's what I, it's a yeah, birthday. It's boring and yeah. Guys, but who cares about birthdays? There, well, that was the whole drama. So a lot of the girls thought Ramona, I guess, was a bit over the top having a birthday. But Leah was like, let her have her birthday. This is her day. Let's just be chill. Which I respected because it is. It's like we hate Ramona every day. Let's just give her a day off today to like do her birthday. Oh, my God. And the Bravo production like shaded the shite out of her because they did like every time she greeted someone, they'd be like, Ramona's friend number 32. Ramona's friend number 47. I really appreciated that. It was great. And then we had, because it is a bit frustrating, like you do have Sonia in the background being like, I was, you came to my baby shower 25 years ago. Like, I'm much better friends with you than you are with Ramona. And I'm like, okay, this is not the time. I'm actually like on team Ramona with this one. It's not the time nor the place to be like yelling, saying that you're better friends with the women that are there. And even though they, they do bring this up a lot as in Ramona stole my friends, yeah. But I think if you make fun of Ramona being really stupid about having 60 friends, you're not allowed to say she was friends with me first before she was friends with you. Like, it just kind of, it all just sounds so petty and young. It's so petty and it's like you're at her birthday. Like, can you not just wait until I know. Like, your good friends time? know that you're their friends. Just be quiet. It's okay. Yeah, because then when Dorinda's, like, talking to Sonia about her drinking or just saying, like, how you been? And then Sonia starts opening up about the house that she's a bit stressed out that, like, the renos aren't done or they can't find a renter or whatever. Then Ramona rocks up and she's like, oh, my God girlfriend's having this gucci bag oh my god and they, they get really mad at her but i'm like and on the one hand i'm like guys it's her birthday like she's just having fun you don't need to be my like my favorite so thing angry. about that whole moment was that sonia was like that's an ugly bag and i was I like i agree return it exchange it it was so not necessary but amazing and guys we also found out that this episode they're about to go to mexico on a calf yes trip. like what a treat this week we've had both roni and beth hills be no, like no. I'm going on a holiday. Oh my god, take international. Me with you. Just sounds so exotic now. We're in lockdown. Uh-huh. It's like it's oh, international wow. love. They're going to Cancun, which is where all the young spring breakers go. Woo-hoo. So classic Roni because they're all it's trying so to like classic. live in their youth, but they're like, let's go to Cancun. It's like, are we fourteen? Huh? Mm, huh? Quite, but that's okay. The party's continuing though. We get the dance floor starts pumping, and this is where shit kind of really hits the fan. You've got but- Luann sitting on a chair. Yeah. Leah straddles Luann and starts gyrating and dancing on her. It could be a move. Which is cool. They don't, it's not that, it's not actually that bad, to be honest. Mm. Um, Dorinda comes up behind Leah and starts like grinding on her. Then Elise comes and joins in. It's like the human centipede, but grinding. Exactly. Mm. It's a beautiful thing to watch. And Ramona literally like loses her shit. She's like, production. Where's production? We get the fourth wall broken again. But I don't get it because I feel like, so it was like some weird friend of Ramona's 
called Tonya. Tonya. Tonya Tonya. Tonya. She's Hi, Tonya. She comes up and she obviously is looking at the girls doing this weird sexy dance on Luann. And so she runs off to Ramona and is like, the girls look like they're having sex. But it really does not. Like, they're just grinding. Bumping and grinding. happened on Moni this is not that exciting like and Leah you can tell that like, she's not that drunk she's she, not like sometimes she is fucked up she'll yeah, be the first one to cop that totally. shit but like this episode she's not and she says to Ramona she's like what is going on kind of thing yeah it seemed it seemed like a really dramatic response to go up to the producers to break the fourth wall and be yeah like, Ramona's like shut it down shut it down I will literally leave the show I will leave yeah. the show so it's it's pretty intense and that's it kind is. of like where it leaves off well, except for Sonia. Oh, which yes. Then, so Sonia does something that I'm now like 100% like, now I get why Ramona was crazy. Yeah, I would shut down cool. my party too. She gets on um this like couch sofa thing that has like a coffee table mirror tray with a mirror down the bottom. Or, yeah, like, and glass. she's like, yeah. she's got her heels on and she's literally just stomping all over <laughs> the mirror tray and breaking the fuck out of it. It's not good. <laughs> That's awful. And now I get why Ramona wanted to shut down promote production for Who that. pays for that shit when Sonia breaks all that? Remember when Sonia's teeth kept falling out? She's really had some great moments. Anyway, she really has. Anyway, that was kind of the wrap. And I'm looking forward to next week to see what happens with Ramones. Because she do really is go not... to Mexico next week? Or... I mean, we haven't seen the pre... Yes, they do. Yeah. Yeah, we have seen the we preview. We have seen the preview. Yeah. That happens at the I'm end of pumped. every episode. They... Yeah, we're excited. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited as well to see, like, the whole Elise friendship fold out because that has to die with Ramona at some point. Oh, yeah, it's definitely dead now. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks, guys. Now we're on to our top five at five. We'll chat to you guys very soon. Welcome back, guys, to our last segment for the night, our game. Top five of five. And as we said last week, we're going to do um, top five Bravo. Bravo weddings. Yeah. Our, all renewals. We, I can't say that <laughs> word. Renewals. It sounds like I'm going to or urinal. about renewals. Not urinals. We want to make sure that people that get remarried kind of on the show get a little bit of a shout out as well. And to be honest, like Chantelle and I were thinking about who we enjoyed the most and it was difficult because it's like there's been so many weddings, but it's like we hate all of them. Yeah. Like, is it a thing of who's was the best Because I'm like, the couples mostly suck. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like, do we like the wedding I the best? Went, I went the with wedding like dress? I can't. Wedding and entertainment of the Yeah. Night. Mine was like viewability. Like okay, how much okay, did I enjoy beautiful, beautiful. Like Okay. So do you want to go first? Okay. So my number five was Pandora and Jason's oh, wedding. Oh, very nice. Yeah. I didn't have Pandy. Yeah, it was a cute wedding. Like nothing went wrong. And also she didn't invite, as in she, Lisa Vanderpump, didn't invite that many housewives because she was like, she wanted it to be drama free. Yeah. Which I respect. God, the invitations were crazy, weren't they? They were. They were, they were like, as fuck. I know. They're like that bit in Bridesmaids where like the butterfly flies out. Oh my like, God. Oh. Pandora's wedding is like. My like nightmare of a wedding. Oh my god, so much glimmer. And she's so fluffy. Like she's just like yeah. so many floral fake flowers. Poof. So okay. My number five was actually um Tamara and Eddie. Didn't have that. I don't know. I just thought it was like a fun wedding to watch. Like they and there was a, a whole of... show. It was. It was where Tamara and Eddie's wedding. Yeah. Extravaganza. Yeah, it was cute. They had their little spin off. I just thought it was entertaining to watch. To be honest. 
I like that. And then, I mean, they're still together, so it's kind they of They are, you know, it's couples and weddings. Um, so I had um, Ken and Lisa vow renewal. Renew. But I don't remember Ken and Lisa doing a vow renewal. So they did that when Brandy was there? Yeah, they did one in season three. It was Brandy, Adrian was there. Mm. Well, actually, it was the night Adrian and um, her husband split up and they announced their divorce and Adrian came at the end. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's really awkward. Yeah, it was really awkward, but beautiful for TV viewing purposes. Fuck. Uh-huh. BH used to be crazy. Oh, yeah, but I feel like tonight was the first BH where I'm like, shit, we're going back old school. It's, it's like, really Brandy that brings it. I know, I love that. Oh, good one, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying that. Okay, who was yours for? My number four was um Bethany and Jason. I have them. As yes. A, yeah, my next one. Bethany getting three. married. Spin-off. Bethany getting married with Jason. Yep. And she was pregnant. So she was iconic. planning her wedding. She had her beautiful assistant, Julie. And to think she left the show to start Bethany getting married. Yeah. That's and it was beautiful. just like, it was so great to watch her. Like I remember seeing in the wedding, like when she had to pee sometime and like her little assistants, like taking her to go pee in like a bucket. Oh my just God. Dream, I can't you know? believe they showed that. It's so funny that. Um, so number, so that was my number three. So what's your number three? My number three is um, Sheena and Shay. Don't have it. That was a great wedding, though. Yeah, I loved. It wasn't even like I loved the wedding, but I also loved the lead up when they went like when the Bachelor Bachelorette in Miami. Like it was like oh, they were on the boats. Yes, it's like when Katie decided to go on this trip, and that's when like her relationship with Stassi first took a turn for the worst because Stassi's like, "How could you go on this Bachelorette trip?" That's right. Like, and they just like I don't know. It just looked like a lot of fun to be honest. And Kristen was crazy. Ariana was really fun. Yeah, she's like Ariana twerking. was struggling with Kristen because Kristen was crazy. That's right. And Lala to get top off? No. No. Lala wasn't there. Not the same one. That's okay. There's, yeah, yeah Lala tried. probably took her top I off at some confused. point. You're right. <laughs> she was somewhere um, taking her top off. Do you have a number two? Yeah, I do. So it's Hannah and Martin, which you won't know, but it's from Real Housewives of Cheshire. No. So they just got married last season and it was like great for viewing purposes because... Not sure what religion they are, but it was like they had um the Hindu wedding and then the more like mainstream Christian wedding, I guess. That's cool. It was really beautiful. So I was just like, and I also, again, like that she didn't have everyone. They did try and get into the wedding, but it was just, they would, you know, they're just also two people that as annoying as they are, you can tell they're in love. So I was like, good for you, you know? Oh, I like it. Yeah. Maybe I should watch Cheshire. Yeah. Should I? Do it. I don't know. Do it. selling it to me. I'll finish Potomac first. Yeah, I think there's just more <laughs> to do before that. There's yeah. a lot to do. Okay, so my number two is um, Shannon and David Bedore's vow renewal. Renewal. Oh, I did not watch that. I have not seen that one Oh, yet. my God. It was just so funny because, like, he did it as a surprise. So, literally, Shannon's just, like, crying. Didn't like he, she's just like cheat on that? Yeah, but this is after he cheated and they were, like, working on their relationship. And he, she's just like, oh. Oh my god and he like totally Ugh. recommits to her and then it's just such a crock of shit because obviously that makes me angry they get divorced and now he's expecting a baby and he's engaged there's a bun in the oven as we hear but like he's got three kids that are like over the age of 11 or whatever and you're gonna have another baby but anyway I, well, that's a whole different kettle of fish that's, but that yeah. was definitely in my top five that was crazy all right what is your number one my number one is katie and tom schwartz the first time me too really yeah 
It was such a fun wedding. I could rewatch and I could rewatch that whole season. Like when they do, they go to New Orleans for the bash bachelorette. Yeah, like everyone's just so happy and like everyone like goes tubing and yes, like it's was so, so nice. Like everyone was in the best. They have mood. Taco Tuesdays as their reception. Yeah, love it. Like I, really I loved love like the location of it. Like it was just fun. It just looked like so much fun. Like it's the kind of wedding where they all rocked up and you're like, these are my friends. These this is the wedding I want. These are me and my friends rocking up to my wedding, just everyone being like, Woo, yeah. what are and we drinking? Everyone was just so happy. Anyways, oh, that really was cute. my first And then one. when um Jackson Tom like revealed that they had flown in his brothers. I loved that. I like cry every single time. Also how weird his brothers were. <laughs> Oh, they're so cute. Bert, so Brandon, and Brett, or whatever their names they're are. They're just like so clueless, and you're like, you're almost 14, you can't organize And how come Schwartz got all the sexy jeans in that family? I don't know, but he is very. Everyone lucky. else is hard Let's done by in the gene yeah. pool, but his mom is hot as fuck. Okay, so we're getting off point. Okay, we're getting off point. But so. that was our top five of five. Do we think that we can think of something else to do next week for our top five? My, okay, I'm going to suggest we do top five reunion looks. I like that because I always I have very big opinions on people's reunion looks. Yeah, so I'm excited. So for let's that. do our top five. It doesn't necessarily need to be favorite. It can be like top five like most impactful reunion looks. Just like looks. Yeah, looks. Okay, done. Look, put that motherfucking look together. And otherwise, guys, thanks for listening this week. And have a great week. We'll be back next week. Please um follow us if you can, at Oh Bravo the Podcast on Instagram and we'll show you some cool memes and shit. Mm-hmm.